Good afternoon and welcome. I'm so pleased to be here for Channel 17's continuing coverage of Town Meeting 2019. And we are speaking today with Margaret Bass, who is a candidate, uncontested candidate for the Winiski School Board. We're so glad you're here, Margaret. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. You're running for the three-year term? I am. All right. Well, it's, why don't we start with telling us why you're running and what qualifies you for the position? I love kids. I love schools. I'm an educator. I've been an educator for 40 years. I started teaching in the public schools of my home state of Mississippi in the early 70s, and I moved from public education to college and university work, and I did that for 25 years, and I'm really pretty committed to public education. I've only been in Winooski two years, but I absolutely love the community. It's just the best place to live ever. And so we need a lot of things in Winooski. And I want to do what I can to make things happen, and especially for the kids. Do you have priorities? Could you name the top three things you would like to get to work on in the school district? My priorities are the school district's priorities, right? I'm 100% in favor of the uh, bond issue that's coming to the public in May. I've done the tour of the community tour of the school district. I've seen the vision of the architects and of the board and of the school administration. So I, I understand the importance of the renovations for the school that is overcrowded right now. There's a great need for space, but also the upgrade in academic expectations for the school and equally important green space, right? Places for kids to play and so they can look out windows and see green and stuff like that. So I've, I'm completely supportive. And do you support the school budget? I do, absolutely. Right, and the proposed, the proposed uh, budget that the board is bringing forth to the public, I am completely in support of that. And budget. what's your um, observation of this uh, thing called the opportunity gap? And do you think that there's enough opportunity for the children in the school district? Well, mostly no, right? I think that Winooski gets a pretty bad rap um, from. in general and in particular from, from many people external to it and some who live there. I, um, I recently spent uh, a morning at the high school and the question from several kids was, why do people think we're such a bad place? Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's, it's a difficult question to answer when you're talking to a kid, except to say, you're really not. And maybe people don't know you and don't know, and don't know the, the place at all. And so when I see Winooski, I see actually among the best school districts with which, you know, I have ever been, had any affiliation whatsoever, because when you walk into Winooski, you walk into the world. And what better education 
could there be for our children than to be in a space where people speak multiple languages and come from all over the world in various national costumes. It's the most fascinating school district that I've ever been in, in in my life. And I think it's extremely valuable what what they offer. But, you know, it, we live in a working class community where there's a lot of poverty. And so we have hungry children, right? We have children who um, don't have enough clothes to wear. And so that's for me, you know, those are the kinds of services that Winooski provides that other school districts may, right? But not to the extent that Winooski has to. And I think the district does a great job of that with not a whole lot of resources. And given the diversity of the student body and the community, um, how do you think the question of unconscious racial bias is addressed? Do you think that's something that people are aware of and working with? Yes and no. I mean, I think that the perceptions of the Winooski School District are all unconscious racial bias, right? I don't think that the perceptions of Winooski would be the same if it were not racially diverse and a working class area. You know, I don't think there would be, I mean, the the number of middle-class white parents who moved from Winooski to another school district who said to me, it's because I need my children to be, quote, in a better school. So nobody's going to say, well, it's, it, there are too many black and brown people in that school, right? But the, the relationship between race Ethnicity and social class is great, and it's no more evident in Vermont than it is at Winooski. And so I, I, the, the, the unconscious um, racial bias in the community certainly exists. I think that the school district itself works tremendously hard to address issues of unconscious bias and bias in general. Um, it is unfortunate that the staff does not reflect in a more comprehensive way the, the community, but my sense is, is they're working pretty hard to do that. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're making a shift to a portfolio-based assessment of students. Mm -hmm. Do you think Winooski's geared up for that, ready for that? What needs to be done to make that shift? They say they're ready <laughs> to begin 2020 and 2020, and there is the GX, I think, yes, that they are preparing students for college and career and uh, plan, as I have read it, is X77? I think so. Yeah. The plan, as I have read it, seems reasonable and doable. I'm always a little skeptical of these kinds of, quote, plans that come filter from entities outside the school district, and school districts have to figure out how to adapt them for their particular communities, but Winooski is going to give it 
200% for sure. So speaking of those entities that, you know, the state school board or the legislature, do you, are there any, any messages that you would have as a school board leader for those entities that you would like them to be aware of as they make decisions? That's a tough question because they're, you know, sort of administrative bureaucracies <laughs> have to do what they do, mm -hmm. right? And to sort of, I would say, I, I would say in, to Vermont's credit, its way of funding schools, right? As well as I can understand it, and I've read a pretty good bit about it, makes sense in ways that other districts don't. The, the, so that there is built into the funding a desire for equity. That's clear, right? But I'm not quite sure that, when, that it, it can address effectively uh, a, a district that needs as much as Winooski needs. But as for the sort of the funding plan and programs itself, makes sense, you know, that you can't have a school funded. There's no equitable way of funding schools based on property taxes. That doesn't work. And so to its credit, Vermont has come up with a better plan, I, I think. So um, one of the things you're touching on is that Winooski is, has very high enrollment, which is different than a lot of the other schools in Vermont that are losing enrollment. Yeah. So where do you see sort of the enrollment trends hitting Winooski? Is there going to be a time where there's a drop and all these capital, you know, improvements are for empty classrooms? Or what's your projection of? My projection is that at the at at worst we're going to be flat, right? Best case scenario is that we're going to grow, and that you know that would depend. That interpretation depends on the person who's who's, you know, the perceptions of the person. But I do know that now we're in a school, we're in a school, a building built for 500 students and we have 865, mm -hmm. right? So we'll have to take quite a drop yeah. to be a, be a facility that can accommodate even the students that, I mean, we can lose what, 300 plus students mm -hmm. and still uh, need space. So I don't, I don't think that's gonna, I think we'll need more rather than less as time passes. And what other capital needs do you see in the school district's future that we should be planning for? I think that, um, and I don't know if this comes under, I mean, it's school district because it's kids, but our kids need a place to play. Mm. We need a teen center, right? We don't, we don't have space for young people and little kids, um, and so that makes for some I mean, difficulties. I mean, my other hat is the restorative justice panel manager for the city of Winooski, and so that many of the juveniles I see, mm. um, I'm seeing because they don't have any space. They have no place. And although the, you know, the, the Myers pool is a, had, was, very con controversial and continues to be, you know, despite the fact that the vote, the outcome of the vote was positive. But 
and, and I understand both sides, but I'm committed to that space because it provides an opportunity for children that we just don't have in Winooski. Are there other types of interventions that would benefit the young people in oh, I think so. I mean, we are, there are a group of us now who are kind of scratching our heads and trying to figure out, we're actually looking at spaces that could be possible places uh, for kids. Um, Ray Coffey, who is the community services director, um, and I are doing our best to figure out how the school resource officer, who is really a great guy, is also bringing us together to talk about that because we all see that some of the problems that we have with the kids in the community is because they don't have anything else to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And teenagers look for risks, so you want to give them some healthy risks to we take. We do. That's right. We do. Yeah. So, um, I just want to ask this question because I think it's on the minds of a lot of people thinking about leadership, which is how do you rate political compromise as a way to get oh, things done? Oh, boy. That's a... Uh, I think we have to, right? I think that the, the, the line that I draw in relation to political compromise is when I'm not going to ever compromise my ethical and moral values, right? That's not going to happen. I'm open to listening to most people uh, uh, and their points of view and even engaging in conversations and, and looking for points where compromise is possible. But we're in a pretty difficult climate right now. Um, and so I would say that I remain open and, and certainly have seen a number of places where conversation can, can happen. You know, for people, I mean, we describe ourselves now on as different sides, which I think is ridiculous. But there, there is room and space in the middle on most issues for conversation. And I would hope that I'm, I can engage in those kinds of conversations with people who are or seem to be on an, another side or in a different place, how, you know, however we would define that. Well, it sounds like in the work you're doing in community remediation that mm. you have experience in bringing people together and thinking. I try, right? Through problems that maybe people have different views on or. I try. Yeah. I, um, and, and Vermont is Vermont. <laughs> so that it's been, um, it's been uh, progress is slow and steady. I think that um, the sort of character characterization of Vermont as a white space is, that's tough to get through, right? It's tough to get through that perception and say, well, not exactly, right? And particularly in the case of Winooski, right? Not exactly. And we have a community here that is not a white space. And because of that, they're we have some demands that are remarkably different from any place else in this state. And so making sort of suggestions about 
what those demands are, some of which require funding, right, can be difficult because the response is, well, we have other working class communities. There are other poor people in Vermont, and that is quite true. But there's no other community in Vermont that needs what Winooski needs, mm -hmm. and that we cannot provide it unless we have the resources mm -hmm. to do that. And do you think there's support from the leadership of Winooski for that? I do. Yeah. Yeah, no question about that. Yeah, for sure. And where would you like to see more support coming from? Where are you saying that needs to be shored up to obtain what you're describing? That's a hard one. I think that there's some, there's some Winooski residents who are slow. There's, a, there's an old Winooski conversation, and by that, some resentment that I have uh, certainly heard mm -hmm. toward the, I hate the term, toward the new American communities, some resentment about the changes that must be as a result or being able to accommodate mm -hmm. um, th these communities. Uh, there's some conversation about letting people participate in local elections, that's going to be a huge uh, debate. Mm -hmm. But, you know, change is hard. Change is hard. Yeah, and it's interesting because Winiski has always been the most diverse community yeah. for years, yes. for 100 years. Yes, yeah. And a working class community with French speaking people versus the English and the Irish. And, you know, there has been you know, a long legacy of Winiski being characterized in the way that you're mm -hmm, describing. Mm -hmm. Frogs across the pond was mm -hmm. one of the terms. Mm -hmm. um, and then also the internal conflicts among the people. Yes, yes. But I, I mean, you know, I think we'd be kind of foolish not to acknowledge the fact that yes, there have been a waves of immigration to Winooski, but this wave is black and brown. Mm -hmm. That makes a difference. This wave is black and brown, it looks different, Mm -hmm. and speech languages with which we are not, many of us are not familiar, has cultural practices that are not, quote, ours. Mm -hmm. That makes a difference. Yeah. The demands for, for this community are remarkably different. And it, it also requires an openness that some people just haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So in your closing comments, would you like to state what you hope to accomplish? And what you hope for Winiski? I hope to be the best school board member that I can be. I like to be present in the schools and present in the community. I'm completely supportive of the superintendent of schools in Winooski. I'm completely supportive of the work that the Winooski School Board is doing, and so I just want to be a part of that team. Well, Margaret Bass, I appreciate you coming in Thank today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've been with Margaret Bass. She is a candidate for the three-year term. It is uncontested for Winiski School Board. We're so glad to have spent some time with you. Thank you for watching and stay tuned for continuing coverage of Town Meeting 2019.